Welcome to episode four of Mortgageonomics. I'm your host, Marco Gello. Today we will talk with my newly appointed Squamish real estate correspondent, Megan Zuvalik, who works as a team with her mom, Nancy Fulton, and they are realtors working out of the Remax Sea to Sky office right in downtown Squamish. And in our talk, we speak about the various real estate price points and big brand development projects about to hit the market. So if you're in the market and seeking a lifestyle change and, and maybe even some reasonability as far as the ongoing affordability crisis in Vancouver goes, this is definitely one of the surrounding areas of Greater Vancouver that you may want to zone in on. And Megan has made the research super convenient for you by constantly updating and obsessively collecting all relevant real estate, economic, and other meaningful data about the town of Squamish. The website is movetosquamish.ca, and I encourage you to check it out. So let's get at it and listen to what Megan has to say. Megan, I uh, stumbled across your incredible website, movetosquamish.ca, and seriously, I have to tell all our listeners here today, if you are in the market to purchase a home and considering the Squamish area, you have to bookmark this site because it, it's like the main internet town hall for everything Squamish. So we're talking economic statistics, history, culture, and of course, real estate. So Besides being a great website designer, Megan, tell me more about your background, how you evolved into real estate. And also, you are the other half of a family team with your mother, Nancy, who is also a realtor. So so thanks for being on the program, by the way. And uh, tell, me, tell me a little bit about that, a little intro. Yeah, thanks. Um, well, I guess I grew up in a real estate family, so it's always been something that has um, been very real in my life. My first job was actually at Remax at about 15 years old. I was the weekend receptionist, so I got a taste of, of real estate pretty early. Um, but I left home and moved across to the other side of the world at about 17 or 18 years old. So I kind of detached myself from all that and got into the marketing world, um, which is where I spent a lot of my, my professional years before moving back to Squamish. Um, and when I did move back with my family a couple of years ago, um, the real estate industry was booming and my mom asked me to, to join her. So I kind of brought my marketing knowledge and expertise into the real estate um, industry here in Squamish and fused it with, uh, together with Move to Squamish. And um, yeah, that's where we are right now. Yeah, no, it, it's an incredible site. So, I mean, I, I wish uh, Vancouver or where I'm from, North Vancouver, had had something more like this. But, I, you know, I ask everyone to venture over to move to squamish.ca and have a look here. So there's some great statistics and some wonderful information. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I put a, a, lot of, a lot of love and a lot of time has gone into that site. And I found when I've moved to new places, I, I, I really, I've always looked for, you know, a really comprehensive source of information. Um, there's only so much you can kind of tell with listing and stats and stuff, but this is a pretty dynamic, you know, well-rounded source of information. And, and that's what I want when I move to new places. So I kind of just realized that, that need, and I hope that I'm meeting it with, uh, with all of our, our buyers, mostly coming from the, the Vancouver area. 
Yeah, and I think you definitely are. So let's let's talk about some figures here. I skimmed through the site and I read up on the market stats in Squamish. And uh, yeah, like off the charts, uh, incredible numbers. So where are we at these days as far as price points go? And, and what is uh, the outlook moving forward? What's the buzz? Yeah, tons of buzz, tons of energy and activity. Uh, I think it was November 2017, single family detached homes crossed the $1 million mark which wow. is insane. I mean, growing up here and just, you know, having a lot to do with this community for so long, prices kind of always stayed sort of the same. They trended up slightly, but in the last two years since 2015, um, or three years, I guess now, detached homes have gone up 78%, townhomes 100%, they've doubled in price. So it's just, Squamish has just discovered, I don't know why it took so long, to be honest. It's always had the same amazing, you know, natural beauty and adventure, opportunities and tight-knit community but I think it was the Olympics and the new highway it's just on the map now and people are just moving here I mean the only thing that's really holding them back is uh, is the lack of inventory which is I think we're kind of experiencing that across the province but there's certainly a ton of hype in this community um, it's the place to be and uh, yeah house prices are, are certainly reflecting that yeah no, I, I could see that so a million um, you, you mentioned that what the benchmark price for single family yeah. detached. How about uh, let's talk about condos and townhouses. What what are those price points coming in at? So like a three bedroom resale townhouse, you're looking at about seven hundred and fifty thousand, and say a one bedroom condo is probably sitting around four hundred thousand right now. So I mean it's still more affordable than Vancouver uh, price per square foot. For a condo is $588, um, townhome about 474 So I know those figures are quite a bit higher than Vancouver, but for, for people that have been in Squamish for a long time, um, you know, the prices have gone up quite a bit. So here we are in March. Um, has, has the buzz, like, I mean, since the new mortgage stress test that came into effect January, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about you guys in, in Squamish, but in, in Vancouver, it kind of felt like a spring market right after or leading up to that January deadline. So are you guys experiencing the same thing? Like, is it like a fast and furious, like limited days on the market, uh, unconditional offers? Is it madness or, or is it, uh, you know, is it a little more subdued and, and reasonable to do business there to buy real estate? <laughs> yeah, I, I find our market's always a little bit more subdued than Vancouver. Like we get buyers up here who are kind of stressed out. They're like, are we going to be in a multiple offer scenario? And, you know, we don't really see subject free offers here. That's pretty rare. Um, and, you know, this time of year, there, there definitely are multiple scenarios. But I don't know, the end of 2017, there was definitely a bit of, you know, a heightened activity just because of the new stress test announcement. Um, and, you know, usually there's a bit of a lull over Christmas in January, which we had to some degree here, but the market's really, you know, in full force right now. And um, things are, are selling, I mean, especially condos and townhomes, anything under about 800,000 is flying off the shelf in, you know, a couple of days. And we are seeing multiples, which isn't so common for the Squamish market. Uh, anything above about a million, 1.3, that's kind of hanging on there a little bit more, a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's been all this, this talk about the new taxes and the stress test and all these changes to the market and, and we're not seeing any kind of downturn in activity here. So it's still, you know, full speed here in Squamish. 
Yeah, so you know, from what I can gather, I'm, I'm looking at the MLS numbers as well. There seems to be, you know, somewhat more affordable, like somewhat slightly more uh, affordable in Squamish, but maybe particularly more in the townhome and, and condo market. So, in that in that uh, tone right there, are you seeing a lot of people from Vancouver coming in, or is it tourists who come in and, and purchase a real estate, or any idea what that makeup of the 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 buyers coming into yeah, Squamishes? I, I mean, I don't have like hard data, but I'd say 90% are buyers from the lower mainland. And of course, with my site, we've moved to Squamish. That is, you know, who, who my site is for is, is essentially buyers from the lower mainland. But I think overall in Squamish, that's definitely who's moving here. It's people who maybe they can't get into the market um, in Vancouver, or maybe they can get into the condo market, but they want a townhome or, you know, they, they're considering relocating out to the Fraser Valley, but they don't want to have the commute. Um, or they just, you know, we see a lot of people that move here because of the mountain biking or the rock climbing, or they want to be closer to Whistler. And it is, I mean, it is quite a bit cheaper. And the commute, I mean, it's 45 minutes on a beautiful highway. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of them have families and they want that kind of small town community feel, which Squamish has. Yeah, that, that's what I look at too. I mean, if I had a choice, I, you look at going Fraser Value, uh, sorry, Fraser Valley. Fraser Valley. <laughs> Fraser Value. But yeah, I was, that was my next question. So 45 minute commute on a, a beautiful stretch of highway. And, yeah. uh, you know, you're at the pretty much the, the doorstep of downtown Vancouver, Lionsgate Bridge and see you later, right? Um, so it, it's totally apparent that the market in Squamish, you know, is similar to that of Greater Vancouver. But unlike Vancouver, and I'm going to assume that there might be some room for new development in Squamish. Is this the case? And totally, so, yeah. like, what if it is? What what kind of developments do you see coming there? Uh, condo housing, apartments, etc. And, and what's a price point? Yeah, it's mostly um, condos and townhomes. We're not really seeing any. Well, there's there's one there's one single family home development here, but they're kind of really pushing towards density, um, you know, in the downtown area. Um, about two years ago, one of the big developments got um, approval, and it's a it's kind of a 20 year multi phase residential commercial development called Newport Beach or the Oceanfront Project. And when it's completed in you know the next 15, 20 years, it's going to bring an additional 6,500 residents to downtown Squamish. Wow. So when that happened, when that got, got uh, given the green light, a lot of developers came. We've got Bosa and Polygon. They're all here. And um, there's just, you know, every week it seems there's an announcement of a, of a new development project. Um, we're coming to the end of a lot of townhome, like new townhome and condo pre-sales. And then we'll see a bunch more launch this spring. Um, but we're looking at, like for townhomes, there's one project that's just um, almost sold out right now, and, and the three bedrooms about 700,000. Um, condos, you're looking at for a three bedroom, or sorry, for a one bedroom, you know, somewhere in the high threes, two bedrooms, high fours, and three bedrooms, you know, 500, 600,000. Um, and those numbers are definitely going up. So, so yeah, it's it's there's a lot of really exciting projects happening. Um, we've got some one uh, condos downtown Squamish going on sale in the next uh, few weeks I would imagine and then another project called Waterfront Landing that will go on sale this year which is a uh, um, condos townhomes it's going to have you know shops and restaurants right on the, the waterfront so tons of exciting new projects coming up over the next little while.
Wow. I'm going to have to take a drive up there myself and check this stuff out. So I do. I'll uh, give you a tour. That's what I do. I give people a tour of the town and all the developments and neighborhoods and stuff. So I'll give you a personal tour. Perfect. Well, speaking of that, please remind our listeners how they can connect with, uh, with, with your wonderful team there. And uh, for all the listeners out there, I mean, uh, Megan is a wonderful resource for the, the entire town of Squamish. And uh, of course, that's a precursor to the real estate value that she provides as well, her and her mother, Nancy. So uh, Megan, where can we find your website, contact info, all that good stuff? Yeah, so the website is movetosquamish.ca. Um, you can email me at info at movetosquamish.ca. That's probably the best way to get a hold of us. Um, and then we work out of Sea uh, to Sky Real Estate or Remax Sea to Sky Real Estate right downtown Squamish. Thanks for being on the podcast today, Megan. And we'll catch up again in the near future. Take care. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Marco. When inquiring for a mortgage with a bank, you often encounter the term posted rate. Rarely will you sign up for a mortgage at the posted rate simply for the reason that it's always higher than the actual going rate. But unfortunately, many Canadians end up doing so and not realizing that had they pushed harder with their banker or simply inquired with an unbiased mortgage broker, they would have acquired a much lower interest rate. Let's talk about yet another hidden nefarious outcome of the term posted rate. All fixed rate mortgages incorporate a payout penalty in the event you break your mortgage ahead of its maturity. But the way that penalty is calculated differs greatly from Canada's big five banks versus the multiple broker exclusive lenders. You may be familiar with the notion that if you break your mortgage ahead of its term, you will be charged a penalty based on three months interest of your prevailing mortgage principal. Generally speaking, this is correct if the current market rates are higher than your existing mortgage rate at the time you break your mortgage. But if market rates are lower than your existing mortgage rate, your penalty will then likely be calculated based on the interest rate differential, or what is commonly referred to as IRD. And this is when it gets ugly. Rather than using a lower variable to calculate your IRD penalty, the banks will use the much higher posted rate, thereby exposing you to a much higher multiplier and a substantially higher payout penalty. Meanwhile, a broker-exclusive lender would calculate an IRD much differently, as your lower contract rate would be used as the starting point to determine the penalty multiplier. So next time you engage in a rate war battle between a bank and a broker lender, ask yourself the question, is there a possibility that I may sell or refinance before the maturity of my mortgage? You never know what life will throw at you, but you can definitely position yourself to minimize any financial penalties that may arise as a result. And without any compromise to your contract interest rate, why not have it both, the fully discounted mortgage rate and the most fair and favorable IRD terms? As much as 70% of Canadians break their mortgages ahead of the maturity date and pay some form of penalty as a result, and many get caught in the dreaded posted rate trap. You don't have to be one of them. Always inquire with the mortgage broker and understand the fine details of your mortgage from the onset. It could literally save you thousands of dollars. I'm Marco Gello, and this is the Mortgage Minute. All right, well, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
And a reminder to reach out to Megan, the Megan Zuvalek Nancy Fulton real estate team for all your Squamish real estate needs. And you can just go to their amazing website, move to squamish.ca and you'll find everything you need or send them an email at info at move to squamish.ca. And of course, uh, feel free to reach out to me if you'd like to discuss anything we talked about in greater detail or any other mortgage related matter. You can find me at marcogello.com. That's Marco with a K G E L O.com. Or follow me on Facebook by searching Mortgageonomics Canada Podcast. Also, please don't hesitate to share and tell your friends about Mortgageonomics Canada. The more listeners, the better. Thanks again for your time. Talk to you later.